Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Close Traffic Podcast and Aviation and Flight Simulation Show. And I'm all by myself. No, it's kidding. Um, it's Johnny here, uh, and the rest of the CTP crew is out. But hey, no worries. I have a cold IPA here and a hot mic. So what could possibly go wrong? Um, just a couple things I wanted to touch on today. I uh, didn't want to take up a whole lot of y'all's time um, as we're enjoying. Uh, hope you guys are enjoying the weekend and had a uh, productive and hopefully non-stressful week. Nevertheless, there's been quite a few things going on in the flight simulation and aviation world. Uh, so want to hit a few few topics, but. Before we get into that, what's been going on with Johnny? So first and foremost, um, yeah, I did a thing, guys. I um, ended up um, upgrading to a 4070, not 4080, nothing crazy like that. I was actually quite, um, I was quite content with my 3060 Ti. And um, I was like, well, you know, talking about the 5 Series and you know, that may become a thing here soon. And NVIDIA being NVIDIA, I was like, well, you know, prices are coming in, coming down a bit. And I uh, was able to locate a Founders Edition 4070 card and uh, picked it up. And I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed. Um, looking at, you know, from what a lot, of, uh, a lot of folks have been saying in regards to, you know, the cost benefit as it relates to, you know what 4070s were going for when they first dropped and you like the 4080s and 4090s you know how overpriced they were now the prices have come down um a lot of folks are still it's kind of like well you know i don't know is if it's even worth in comparison to you know what it was you know back when the 9 and the 10 series was out but i'm 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 happy i'm satisfied um flight sim i mean i was already getting a fairly fairly decent experience in 2020 but now it's just you know, it's just like, wow, is this what you guys have been experiencing? And you've been holding out on me? I was kidding. Um, but, <laughs> oh, but no, it's been a pleasant experience thus far. Um, RIP to the 3060 Ti. Well, I wouldn't guess, guess I shouldn't say RIP. Didn't really, didn't die. Just, you know, just upgraded. So, um, you know, it's been, it's been nice. So it's been nice. 3060 Ti. I hope, um, um, hope you um, have a nice and um, less <laughs> GPU intensive retirement, I guess. Like, what do you say for like a GPU retirement ceremony? I don't know. But why would you have a GPU retirement ceremony? Anyway, sorry, guys. Chasing rabbits world. Um, so, yeah, so that's been uh, that's been me thus far. Um, been spending some time in the Honda Jet, you know, just kind of reinvigorate the juices there how how's that even go but anyway uh, um just kind of just diving into the honda jet i've been enjoying it uh i know they dropped an update for it a little, little while back i say a little while maybe what maybe a couple months ago guys i don't know and uh just now got around to trying it out and oh man it's been amazing thus far um see what else has been going on um you know, uh, Flight Sim Studios, they've been, uh, I will say, you know, fairly steadily working on the 
on their eJet series, although they released a, uh, they dropped something they did in their Discord, which I guess, depending on, you know, your perspective, you know, certain folks may feel a certain type of way, but um, they're, they're dialing back their frequency of updates, um, I guess, just for the simple fact of, um, you know, rather than uh, update every two weeks with, you know, a couple of fixes here and there, they're stretching that development time out to allow for more, um, more meaningful change logs there, which, you know, whatever I'm cool with. So uh, that's that for Flight Sim Studios. Um, and uh, to me, I mean, it's, it's been, it's been fairly solid. Haven't had a whole lot of issues with it. As far as X-Plane is concerned, um, it's been the Q400. I don't know. I've just been on the turboprop kick here lately, which um, those of you who listened to our uh, past episode um, regarding turboprops, we've got a lot going on with 2020. Holy smokes. Actually, there's one right around the corner. Uh, just Flight, I think they're uh, they're the culprits behind bringing us some of the, bringing us some of this turboprop goodness. Uh, the TBM 850, which um, definitely is going to um, push the boundaries um, as far as what has been done um, with um, turboprop operation, operating a turboprop in um, Flight Simulator 2020. Uh, however, uh, one thing that I was reading, because you guys know I had to nerd out on this, you know, just in, just in my glasses there but uh went and dived into the manual took a look i mean there's still some limitations that uh, reside within the core simulation that's preventing uh black square from doing what black square black square truly wants to do uh so they've done some things to try to get to a more plausible experience i'm cool with that right you know i'm cool with it you know you can only do what you can do and that's okay so um nevertheless i think guys it might be might be around the corner i just noticed this morning they've uh they put the product page on uh, the little scrolling uh the uh scrolling what's that thing called there all those web dev uh, web dev guys um one of the uh the ticker or whatever it is up there on the main page um it's it's up there now so which will lead, which would lead me to believe again i don't have any inside knowledge on this um just fly if you guys want to email me join that green at closer podcast.com just saying um but uh looks like it should be fairly fairly soon so i guess be break ah there we go um Looks like it may be pretty soon, so stay tuned for that, guys. Definitely check it out. If you haven't seen a lot of the videos, uh, take a look at some of the um, some of the tech previews for the TBM850 from Just Flight. It's it's pretty pretty gnarly. Not gonna lie, uh, just a lot of thing, a lot of little details from you know from the electrical side, uh, pressurization, you're really going to have to get in there in airplane. I mean that's just no sense of me lying about it. Um it's not going to be just blasted with the G1000, 3000 and Optimus Prime 1000s that we've seen. Um yes, I totally made that up. Uh <laughs> we've seen in the past uh it's going to be 
probably what you would find if you went on controller.com and looked at a TBM 850. That's reasonably priced. It's going to have an uh, avionics suite to uh, reflect that. So it should be fun. should be interesting, uh, especially, you know, generally guys know how I kind of been rocking lately as far as, you know, as it relates to general aviation and 2020 lately i've been kind of leaning more toward the x-plane but um especially with the new car uh, they've been able to utilize leverage a little more on the uh, graphic settings but um you know between that and having a you know more of a plausible um general aviation experience in 2020 to me it's just Phenomenal. Not taking anything away from the A2A commands. You're not gonna lie. I mean, that is that's still my my go-to GA aircraft. But we're we're talking more, let's you know, we're talking a little faster, little, little slicker, right? You know, something that can get us there a little quicker. Um in that regard, I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a pretty cool experience for sure. Um, I know the M six hundred, Everest Reborn's right around the corner. Uh, that's going to be pretty cool. Um, looking forward to that. Um, I guess, heck, since we're already kind of seg- segued into 2020, let's dive in some 2020 news. Why not? Why the heck not? We're already in it, guys. Put your skippies on and let's dive right in. So um, the live dev stream um, for uh, that Subbo does periodically Um they uh they had a live stream looked to be pretty had some pretty uh pretty interesting news there uh, especially for me since you guys know about me and my turbo props and my GA and all that uh, so we talked about the seven eight seven EFB <coughs> EFB uh, the World Update fifteen the Saab B seventeen that kind of confused me didn't know that was a thing but and. Uh, and I emphasize the end, the Mitsubishi, uh, Mitsubishi MU2. Uh, so they so they went over. I'm not going to dive all just completely into the um, you know the bug fixes things like that. You guys know you know um, they uh, they publish their change log basically at things like pasted all over the interwebs now. But anyway, uh, sim update 13. You know they talk they talk about that, um, which I think came out. I'm recording this Saturday. Um, I think it came out, yes, no, day before, the 28th, somewhere around the 28th or something like that, 28th, 29th, one of those days, sorry guys, keep me honest, um, I talk about a few updates there, some up there, some, um, some update 13, um, some of the Boeing upgrades, which they talk about the EFB, and I, I hate to say, I mean, I kind of chuckle when they mentioned the EFB since, you know, not to go off into the weeds here, but to totally go off into the weeds, we've been looking for an EFB on, um, for another aircraft, you know, for, um, a little over a year and still haven't gotten it, but that's okay. And it's not so much of a point of, I can't survive in life without an EFB. Not even saying that it's just, Hey guys, EFB coming. Fast forward six months. Hey guys, EFB coming. Fast forward another six months. You know what I'm saying? So that trend there, you can't help for people to kind of, you know, drag you. <laughs> you know, when um, 
you know, commitments are made that way, which is why a lot of devs, you know, they tend to kind of shy away from that, right? But um, anywho, I digress. So um, I personally haven't tried the uh, the EFB edition on the 787, but from what I've been told, it accomplishes um, everything that one needs to do to successfully get an airplane of that size from point A to point B. Uh, which, hey, that's, in my opinion, I think that is, you know, exactly what an EFB should do. So, um, kudos to Sobo for that. They've also made some other performance performance improvements as well i think the 747-8 saw some love also um um was it something with the field management system uh getting yeah so there looks like they got an auto field management system which is pretty sweet um they tweaked some uh piston engine parameters and bug fixes etc etc uh, they also touch on the World Hub update system, which is equivalent to um, the scenery system that Laminar uh, utilizes for X-Plane to where, you know, let's say I want to touch my, touch on my home, touch up my home airport. I touch it up. I upload it to their portal. They sift through it, make sure it's legit or whatnot, and they pack it up for the next update, uh, which in my opinion, is what makes X-Plane X-Plane. And it's one of the reasons why I can, for example, hey, let's go to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. You know, um, college football, yay. That's good. <laughs> uh, let's go to Tuscaloosa, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and I can load it up, and I would see an airport that looks very similar to Tuscaloosa. So... Uh, with that being said, I think that was something, in my opinion, that was desperately needed for 2020 to really, you know, give us that plausible experience from, you know, over a myriad of different locales. And I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be sweet. Uh, I think as of, let's see, I'm just kind of reading off here. Um, looks like it's, it's done. Uh, it's ready to go. And as always, we are waiting for Microsoft. Man. Mm. it's definitely a double-edged sword right when you're dealing with you know large entities such as microsoft you're, you're just kind of waiting on them and it's you know it's a situation of they're never in a hurry never in a hurry so it might be i don't know guys like don't even hold your breath we might we may see Hey guys, 2024 is coming out next week. Oh yeah, by the way, the World Hub was it the World Hub Scenery Update System releases today. You know, something like that. Uh, I hope that's not the case, but you know, you never know. Um, so that was that. It's gonna be pretty cool. And um, I guess they, in their famous flyer series, series they are doing. Guys, just want to pause for a moment and um, let myself. The Mitsubishi MU to the two. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! The 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 Mu two is finally getting some recognition. Um, 
I don't know. Will it be as high fidelity as some of the offerings of uh, we've experienced? Uh, and let's just, I'll go ahead and say it. So X Aviation's rendition of the Mutu is, is very good. It's done very well. Um, it's based off the original Moo, which was done some years ago. So they've had some experience with dealing with the type and they've captured, they've captured all its nuances, et cetera, et cetera. Will it be that? I don't know, guys. However, um, I did listen to, um, did listen to the, uh, the live stream and they did mention, and, um, I quote, the MU2 is known for some rather unique handling care qualities, which it is, which Michael alludes to. Um, it has roll spoilers with no ailerons at all, which is true. Uh, but that makes way for very lush flaps, which gives the MU2 great short field performance, which is also true. Uh, so just based off of um, just based off of that little bit of dialogue, it, it looks to me, you know, thankfully it's not going to be a situation of, hey, let's um, let's just get a MU2 model. <laughs> and, um, excuse me. Let's just get an MU2 model, slap something together and call it slick. No, we're actually going to, you know, what makes the MU2 uh, MU2, you know? Um, they they also uh, also um, reference the uh, the engine type the uh, Garrett TP three thirty ones which we all know are uh, is directly driven and we also know one of the characteristics of directly driven turboprops meaning the compressor section is directly connected via gearing and other magic directly to the prop so. They, um, they're the ears do tend to like them very well, however, um, they they do they do bring some some efficiencies, um, that we don't see in um types of you know, the turboprop types such as the PT6, for example. Um, it's a little bit more responsive, uh, with throttle inputs, uh, a little more efficient up high um so we'll see we'll see um what else they say here so uh they're they're looks like their their aim as far as the uh the fight deck is going to be more toward the um classic look uh, which hey i'm totally fine with that most of them you've seen most of them i've seen like for for sale for example right um, they either may uh, they either may have like a very extensive avionics upgrade, or um, for the most part, you'll see your class of six pack, or may have a five thirty or seven fifty in there. And um, hey, I'm cool with that. So um, it remains to be seen. I don't know if it's going to be a situation of them making provisions for the TDS or the P. PMS 750 suites. I'm not sure it would be cool, but I'm not sure it might be um, maybe something along the lines of maybe like a mod or something. Perhaps hopefully we can see that I would love to see this guy. I'm looking at images of it now and I'll drop a link to the um, FS Lee article on it. Um, 
yeah, it looks pretty, looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. Um, sendable, <laughs> right? Um, they also mentioned, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, they also mentioned the cabinet here. The cabin interior um, will be uh, executive uh, executive trim. However, there uh, it can be switched out for a cargo interior via the included EFB. Um, <laughs> Uh, which is uh, looks like uh, it's modeled as a smartphone on a gooseneck arm. Wow! Kudos to Sobo. CT clap. I'm not sure if y'all heard that. Uh, <laughs> so there's that. Also talk about World Update 15. Those of you are interested. Looks like Northern Europe and Greenland. Oh, it's pretty. Should be pretty cool. Should be fairly interesting there. Um, let's see here. Ah, local legend, the Saab B-17. Um, I'm not, I'm not entirely familiar <laughs> on the type, but it'll be a uh, local legend 13. So stay tuned guys. Stay tuned. Um, so that pretty, that's pretty much the gist of the world of the, um, dev recap. Um, but that is not it for 2020 news. Any bills, of course, um, spoils. So they surprised the heck out of me at least. Um, they uh, announced their intent to release a brand new um, A320 Neo for MSFS and CTP family. Just hear me out for a minute. I'm not entirely sure how I feel feel about this and our, our resident airbus ex uh, expert uh mr mike is out at the moment however <laughs> i'm curious to get someone who's more versed in the type on this um is the fly-by-wire model that bad um i i can see it or is it a, is it a native a320 model uh again guys keep me honest you guys know me my my lack of the force in uh all things airbus um but uh let me know uh, let us know and uh, let us know in the comment section and also leave a voicemail on uh, those of you who are listening to us on spotify which not to go off in the weeds but to totally go off in the weeds um we are i just want to thank our uh, listeners as a whole but I uh, definitely want to thank our Spotify listeners. Um, we're up to 85, I think. Um, would love to see the um, 100 before <laughs> before the end of the year. Um, so make sure, guys, make sure CTP family, spread the word, let everyone know. And um, we would love to see that uh, that 100 be freaking sweet anywho um but i will say the model looks really good and you know any builds i i, I don't foresee in them disappointing at all um however i wonder if there will be any collusion with um or um you know some sort of um what am I trying to say and just not sound completely uh, some sort of um, 
let's see here. As soon as my brain begins to work, it'll be amazing. Um, some sort of camaraderie, I guess, some sort of team effort um, as it relates to whether or not they're going to, um, you know, get a little help from Fly-By-Wire since they've been dealing with the 320 since uh, 320 Neo since the Neo's been out. I don't know. I kind of, I doubt we hear much of that and that might be something that continues in the background. Who knows? But uh, um, it's coming out. uh, The, I guess while we're on any bills, they've, they also dropped some, uh, some pictures of their A300-600 series that uh, I personally can't freaking wait for. It's going to be, I think it's going to be sweet. Especially with our cargo operations, box hauling, load my boxes. So it's going to be nice. Definitely going to be nice. But yeah, 320 Neo from Innerbuilds um, coming soon. And it uh, looks to be a part of the Sim Update 14 package. Again, guys, I'm really curious if they're going to leverage on um, Fly by Wire's expertise on that. Because from what I've, 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 and I, you know, I'm first one to, to confess that um, I think I've flown the fly by wire like maybe once or twice. So I'm not entirely versed on all the, all the ins and outs of it. Right. But um, I've heard nothing but good things about them. So it'd be, be kind of interesting, be kind of interesting to see. Um, and of course 300 600, but, uh, looking at some of the photos of the dash 600, they're mostly like, um, 3d renderings from what I saw. So they might be a ways off on that. We'll, uh, we'll see how that flows come, comes to fruition. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, I chuckle cause I'm going through my notes and I, I, I see, I see the next one, and it's it's it's, it's a little funny. So, um, I was uh, baseball practice with my son, and I get this news update, and I see, I all I saw was release Boeing seven one seven two hundred for MSFFs. I'm like, whoa, you know, like I'm just everyone's looking at me like something's wrong with me, and uh, which I mean, yeah, you know, but <laughs> and I look at it, and it's like, whoa, and then I saw Capucin. I'm like, oh, uh, you know, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, take it for what it is, guys. Captain's in. I'm leave it at that. Um, it, and again, it looks amazing. And this is always, you know, when we're just going to, we know we're hundred percent transparent on CTP. Um, rear break. One second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, want to be hundred percent transparent on this. They have always, and I mean always, done amazing job, an amazing job with 3D modeling. Not taking anything away. And they've even done some really good, um, some really good, um, like older generation airliner model. Like their 727 uh, was really good back in the day. Um, wasn't Dream Fleets, but you know, still pretty good. Um, but once it got into the systems and then they they piecemeal it out and it's just weird. Sometimes it works. It's just, I don't know. There's all over the place. Um, but um, I will say our uh, our good friend Charlie 
I feel so horrible. So I'm, I'm, I'm just give you a little, little tidbit of what transpired after, you know, I freaked out at baseball practice. So, um, I text Charlie, you know, hey, you know, do the drops because we're both just like dying for 717. And he, uh, he, he replies, but man, I just checked it out, whatnot. And before I even get home, he picks it up. And he's like, yeah, there's there's default sounds. I forgot what aircraft he said, but it's like it was like default sounds, and it's it's yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. Um, so yeah, it was it was it was it was, it was a bit of a letdown to say the least. And you know, and again, the model looks phenomenal. It's I'm it's almost as if just don't even worry about the avionics suite. Just just provide someone, provide some wizard. No ask me whoever it is, whether it's um Ivernex or whoever. Um which you know I, I say them, but their their model was just Flat phenomenal, but I mean, if there's if there was another group working on the seven one seven, just give them the model, let them do what they do, or however that that process functions. Um, not totally not pretending to be an expert on this, but um, you know, just give someone the model, let them do your thing, and yeah, you know, go from there. Um, Captain Sim. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean what what can you say gents other than uh captain's them so there's that um see what else what else has transpired here recently oh phoenix dropped the bomb also so there looks look, looks as if their next block of updates was delayed and just to kind of give you guys the cliff notes on it. Basically, they're like, well, instead of just, and I think it's almost kind of along the same lines of what kind of Flight Sim Studios did. Instead of just, you know, we're already doing this and there's some other things here. I think they were talking about, there's a lot going on regarding um, the engine modeling, the FADEC, you know, they wanted to do some other things. Um and I believe um, they're also looking to release the IAEs in that same block. So rather than just push something out now, they're going to, you know, go that extra mile. And then, you know, we'll see a little delay, you know, whatever. And um, we should see a pretty, pretty dang solid, um, pretty dang solid uh, update there. Um, and just looking at the screenshots, I mean, it looks, my Lord. And uh, I was talking to the guys this morning about it and uh, wanted to uh, talk to the CTP fan, talk to you guys as well about it. And you guys know how we feel about Flight Sim Labs and how awesome it was and how much of a engrossing experience they provided when it came to, you know, uh, simulating uh, Airbus aircraft, but I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. Like, what do you, what do you guys think? Like, it's is there even a place for flight sim labs anymore? 
is there really a place for another A A three twenty? Or I mean, and honestly, I mean, here soon A three twenty one, right? You know, because I believe that was also in um, you know on their on the Phoenix's roadmap as well. And it's just kind of, it just goes to show that the market waits for no one, right? I mean, if there is an opening and it's ripe for the taking, I mean, you got to move or get left behind. Now, that's not to say labs might not have something going on in the background and they just, boom, hit a grand slam, which they have been known to do. However. As awesome and as excited for that Concord as I am, I know they released the uh, P3D version here not too long ago. That's pretty freaking sweet. However, is that enough for them to kind of shoehorn themselves into the market? Now, granted, yeah, you know, for all us Concord fans, absolutely, things can sell like hotcakes. There's no doubt about that. But you know, is it going to have that same impact that they did with the three with the uh, three hundred family of Airbus? You know, those years ago. That's it. Um, let us know. Um, again, we're on uh, Facebook. You know, be sure you search us up on Facebook and uh, drop us a comment. You know, let us know. Drop us a message. Like we really, I really want y'all's feedback because. Um, and that's not to say it's like, oh yeah, you know, Phoenix is awesome, lab sucks. No, we're no, no, no. I, you know, we're, I, I am a huge, and you know, you can ask, um, you know, Mike as well. We're huge fans of, you know, of, of of the company. I mean, just they've done just amazing work. I mean, they have, you know, I'm just not an Airbus guy, but they made me an Airbus guy for, you know, and to a lesser extent. But, um, you know, they, you know, they've introduced so many of us to the type and, um, I don't know. I I just, I I don't know if there is a place for them in the market as it pertains to an Airbus A320. Now, because I know a lot of y'all are thinking, well, Johnny, I mean, you know, there's a 330, you're correct. Yeah. You know, there's. Definitely, you know, definitely um, room for, you know, the, a, you know, a, an aircraft for the long haul mission. Um, so who knows, you know, that, that might be their game, but then heck what Aerosoft they're working on that. And it looks, you know, they've been, they've been on the grindstone with it. So, and, and, and it looks pretty that dumb good. So again, I don't know. It kind of remains to be seen. Um, but yeah, just looking at the screenshots here, um, I don't think we're going to be disappointed with Phoenix's offering. Um, you know, I, I know the the modeling exit as it exists on the platform that they have some issues. They've been open about that, uh, but they're they're definitely uh, just from what I'm reading here, they're definitely looking to uh looking to make some uh make some moves with it for sure so um looking forward to that um can't can't wait for some uh airbus ops here uh, as well um and i think 
And it just goes to show you how how much of an impact 2020 has made. I mean, we're here we are 35 minutes and we've been talking nothing but 2020. Because <laughs> uh, I have some real-world aviation news as well I wanted to cover, you, cover with you guys. So, um, oh, yep. I uh, wanted to see. Oh, no, I think y'all heard about that. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Comanche. Yeah, so the Comanche, I think they released updates maybe a couple months ago. I think we already covered it. Uh, but some reason still in my notes oh navigraph of course navigraph is always seems like they've been making like every show because they're like constantly doing what they do so well uh so looks as if navigraph if y'all it's plugin updated uh yeah so they updated uh with 1000 nxi support uh they also update the charts to utilize satellite view i mean it's I tell you, I mean, I think Mike alluded to this before, but my lord, if they went legit for this and got this thing FA certified, uh, it would sell like flapjacks. You know, the old school um, version of pancakes, flapjacks. Some of you guys call pancakes flapjacks now, or you know, call them flapjacks for the for us older individuals. I don't know, but or is it? Isn't there another name for like a Johnny cake or something? I don't know, guys. See, you see what happens when Johnny gets left gets left alone on, on the show, right? And then there's an APA just right for the drink, IPA right for the drinking, right? I was kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, so ah, and our friends at Flight FX release DuPage Airport. That'll be a pretty fun little trip in Chicago. Because when you think of Chicago, you think of O'Hare, Midway, O'Hare, Midway, Midway, O'Hare. So it'd be pretty cool. It'd be pretty cool to uh, swing to a check out another airport. Um, looks phenomenal. So, you know, as always, you know, definitely check our friends out there um, on the website, FlightFX, and um, pick it up. I think they got it going for $14.99 US. Jim Bad, 12, uh, 12, 20 euros. So, yeah, definitely check them out there um let's see is that it for 2020 news and i think that is it yeah you see tp club oh and uh one more thing our friends at tfdi smart cars 3 released also um so those of you who are using smart cars y'all again you guys probably already know all this but i wanted to reiterate it anyway um so yeah some works they're still doing anything on the pc12 hadn't heard much on it um and I think we touched on at Flight Sim Expo happening in Vegas, I believe. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's happening in Vegas. I don't, I know the, I know the CTP team will be there. I don't know if I will be there, so that kind of that remains to be seen. Um, yeah, so that's 2020 news in that show. Um, explain, explained. Well, let's see what went, let's see what happened. Uh, of course, you know, they've been pretty, they've been pretty spot on as far as the updates have been concerned. Um, I know one big release here that happened not too long ago, earlier this month. Uh, so, uh, those of you who are who do dabble in the um, in the uh, laminars. Um, the IXEG 737 Classic, uh, phenomenal add-on, just phenomenal. Um, they released the Classic Plus 
uh, Friday, September 15th. Um, release from what I could see it was a little rocky. I picked it up myself. Um, it had some issues. Some of the issues were more related to the explain side of things. So, you know, um, they're, I think they worked on, actually, I think they've gotten the fix out already for it. So, uh, should be, should be, what is it? Um, looking here. Yeah, I think they released, yeah. So they did, uh, uh, release some bug fixes here recently. Uh, I think it was, there was a big issue with the engine start. Like the engines were like fire up, like you're firing up a Volvo. Um, not sure why I decided on Volvo being the appropriate example, but that's what I picked. And uh, yeah, so they're they're working on that. As far as other releases, hadn't been pretty quiet in the um, developer side of things. You know, there's been some updates. You know, uh, scraps are still um, trying to um, get their eJet together. So we're. Um, I think uh, the last I saw on the forums, they're looking on releasing a um, another update here. They're saying perhaps quotations next week. Hopefully, we'll see. Um, and yeah, but the let's see, explain. I think it's twelve oh seven. I believe is the version that just released. Um, it's been running pretty pretty good for me. I'm not gonna lie. I haven't had much of an issue. Um, in terms of performance, I uh, explain it's been running pretty dang good for me. And uh, yeah, so I think that's pretty much explained. Oh, and they saw they also released a 747 200 Classic um, and the Gulfstream. Have any of you, and here's a question for the CTP family have any of you tried the the uh, Gulfstream 550 version 2 Ultimate Business Jet by AKD Studio. So apparently there is a there is a developer that took on the challenge of developing a Gulfstream 550. And it's actually it's on the .org store. Um, and let's see what they have it going for here. $41.95. Um, let's... Like a Gulfstream, I don't. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I don't know much about the type. Um, Gulfstream is one of those manufacturers. Like it's, it's like, you know, as elusive as like I don't know Freemasonry or something. <laughs> to like know anything about their airplanes, unless you, you know, those, you know, unless you um, are blessed enough to um, afford to either ride and you know be a passenger on one or be fortunate enough to you know get hired by a, a outfit to fly one and that's pretty much as far as that goes in any knowledge on uh gulfstream aircraft so um it looks to be pretty it has a pretty extensive feature list uh, again i haven't had uh, haven't had haven't messed with it much uh i mean at all actually i hadn't, hadn't bought it so um, yeah, you know, feel free to definitely uh, just shoot us a message on that as well. Um, really, not a whole lot going on in terms of just you know developer movement, right? Uh, yeah, so that's 
pretty much it as far as X-Plane goes. Um, again, uh, 12.07, I think there's another number after that. Nah, totally. It escapes me at the moment. Oh, release candidate one. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. And let's see here. Anything else? Drum roll, please. Don't think so. Real world aviation time, time guys. Real world aviation time. So um, those uh, those of us who are in the states, uh, I'm sure um, you know we've heard turn uh, the um, uh, the grumblings of a government shutdown. Well, uh, the fortunately, the FAA does have a plan. Uh, I mean, does have a plan and um, to uh, handle the shutdown. There are some things that um will be functioning but there will be some things that won't be functioning for example um designated pilot examiners are you know are the term utilizes dpes they'll still be able to give you a check right however the principal operations inspector that the dp works uh, with to process the check right requests and sub, sub, subsequent issuance of the certificates won't be getting paid what continues during government? What continues during a uh, during shutdown? Air traffic control services. Thank goodness for that. Maintenance and opera operation of navigational aids and other facilities. Because you guys imagine you're tracking the sawmill VOR, right? You're in like IMC. You're in a little I don't know whatever. You know you're in IMC, and all of a sudden, boop, it just goes. Whoa! All right. Uh, well, actually, you know, I mean, what? Wait, Johnny, we're in 2023, so I have other means of navigation, right? You know, we got RNAV, we got GB, you know, we got, you know, our EFB, you know, worst, you know, worst case scenario. I mean, there's, we have some options now. We have some options. Man, it's a great time to be flying. Great time to be flying for sure. Uh, but anywho, uh, flight standards, field inspections. Um, so what I guess it means what no ramp checks? Yes. Um airworthiness directives. Well, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Yeah, there will be fly operation, flight standards, field operations, field inspections. Yeah. So ramp checks are coming, guys. Beware. That's good. I don't yeah. Uh let's see, airworthiness directives, airman medical certifications. That's awesome. Um Let's see, certain certification activities, issuance of waivers for unmanned aerial vehicles and in support of safety and security operations, approval of exemptions for unmanned aerial vehicle, uh, aerial systems operations, which is kind of amazing that, you know, a lot of, especially those of us who kind of shun the drones, God, they're going to be completely useless. Apparently the FAA deems them important enough to have provisions to keep certain services to allow them to operate in air in certain airspaces functioning. So that's interesting. Um on call accident investigations, thank goodness. Um air see air traffic control specialists, medical clearances, air traffic safety Oversight, commercial space launch oversight, and licensing. Got to, got to keep sending those Starlinks up, right? Um, 
command control communications and intelligence there's intelligence threat watch that's good to know um foreign relations on aviation safety related matters that's awesome faa's aircraft and airman registry well hopefully congressional liaison services to the extent that they are necessarily implied from the authorized continuation of legislative activity got it um support functions necessary to provide timely payments to contractors and grantees let's keep those guys paid let's see and then there's a long list of stuff that gets stopped um let's, let me just see if i can get the cliff notes here random drug testing for non-safety workforce oh oh okay well you know uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> Routine personnel, security background investigations. Okay. All right. So looks like a lot of this is non-critical to the functionality of the national airspace system. Got it. Okay. Uh, so yeah, there you have it there. Um, and I got to love the old government, right? Um, so yeah, so there's that. Let's see what else has happened. Boeing factoring tours to resume, which I think would be sweet. Um, looks like it hasn't been, they haven't been running uh, tours since 2020. Holy smokes, it's been that long. Um, let's see here. What else? Uh, I think that was pretty much, oh, no, that's not it. So, um, I was uh actually heard word uh got a news article here um uh, regarding key lime air. So apparently there's been some shenanigans, ladies and gentlemen, regarding key lime key lime air. Former pilots raised safe several safety concerns with an airline that serves southern Colorado, um, which is key lime air. Uh, those of you who aren't familiar with um, Key Lime, Key Lime Air, they're a small airline based in Denver, um, and we've they've been operating for years, and they've also <laughs> they have also been operating these metros for years. Um, the uh, Fairchild Swearingen Metroliner. Um, this thing was, I think, its first flight uh, was in. You guys know me and my weird quirky airplanes, and of course, I would you know, at least have a little bit of knowledge on these. Um, their first flight was back in like the late 60s, early 70s. And uh, I think the introduction, I think it's first like hit the scene in 1972. And uh, very, uh, very neat airplane. And I think one of the, um, one of the uh, nicknames, I guess you can call it, is the San Antonio Sewer Pipe. Uh, because it's, I mean, it's literally, it's a very um, tube-like design, and it's pretty tight on the inside. Just, I'll leave it at that. Um, it's a 19-seat pressurized twin turboprop airliner, and, uh, of course, uh, first produced by a Swergen aircraft, later by Fairchild Aircraft at a plant in San Antonio, Texas, hence the nickname San Antonio Sewer Pipe. So these guys have been out for a minute. They have been out for a minute. Um, one, they also operate the, uh, I believe it's the Garrett TP331s or another variant of the Garrett, I think it's the 331s. Yeah, it's the 331s. 
operating 331s um very extremely quirky and uh, an operation i've been told um trying to think of what else there were one uh oh here's a i guess a little fun fact or whatnot regarding the uh regarding metro and then i, I won't bore you guys anymore with metro trivia uh it was one of the few passenger aircraft that was equipped with a jato like system um those of you who aren't familiar with jato it's the jet, jet assisted takeoff system and it was like a little mini i guess for lack of a better term rocket um out in the tail cone um that they use for um you know, hot and hair hot and high operations uh they also uh featured a water meth injection injection system to um keep the uh keep the engine cool and increase takeoff performance as well so these they've they've gone through <laughs> out of this it's an airplane that they the the engineers did what they could to make it work with because it to me, and this is uh, again well, right now we're just going off Johnny's opinion. It looks like this aircraft was designed to operate with Garrett's. Um, hence, you don't see many. I think there was a variant of the Metro that was designed to operate with Pratt and Whitney's uh, with the PT6s. Uh, Metro 3, uh, from what I'm reading here, was designed to operate with the PT6s, and that was that was it. And so um, they were designed to operate around, uh, operate on just this one engine type, and um, they 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 have been known to have some performance issues. Yes, it's uh, I'm sorry, not JTO, RATO, rocket rocket assisted takeoff in the telecom to approve. Yeah, take a performance in hot hot and high airfields. So. Um, yeah, I, I believe the I believe that was very prevalent on the dash the three thirty one dash threes dash tens. I think that's some increased power, but anywho, not to go off in the weeds, but we totally went off in the weeds. Um, the so these pilots they've been uh, voicing their safety concerns, um, voicing their concerns regarding safety, and it's been falling on deaf ears. Um, so it looks like there's been yeah there is a this um, news station's been investigating. Um, they spoke with multiple pilots, and uh, they've had issues. Um, let's see. Oh, court documents obtained. It looks like they have reported issues. Regularly failed to pressurize, either fully or not at all, um, exposing the crew to risk disorientation, fogginess, we all know those are um, symptoms of hypoxia, right? Um, GPS failures, and they they show. I'll post the uh, the thing. This is uh, who's this? Colorado News Thirteen, something like that. Um, they posted a picture of a Garmin four thirty with an error message saying GPS is not responding. Check GPS antenna. Now, those of us who who have spent some time in anything real world would know that this would not fly even in like some of the rental outfits that you would rent a 172 from like this would not fly so this should especially 
not fly in a situation to where you're you're moving passengers like come on guys really like have we not learned from all the blood that was shed and air incidences in the past and we're we're still in these shenanigans all right um other issues raised in the documents include i'm quoting here um include landing without proper lighting <laughs> I can't say I haven't had that happen. Uh, landing without proper lighting, one pilot being told to reset circuit breakers, which uh, on an airplane mid-flight, which is a huge no-no. You do not do that. Um, to resolve a critical issue with autopilot function, landing plane. Yeah, and 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 uh, just to paint a little context, the majority of these metros. Uh, you was looking at the aircraft, you're like, okay, that's a two-person airplane. Not all the time. A lot of these companies, uh, Ameriflight for one of them, um, they'll operate these metros single pilot. And um, again, the, the metro, metro liner is a handful. Um, and I mean, I've always, I've always heard the, um, I've worked with a lot of, uh, a lot of guys who've, who've flown uh, for Ameriflight and other companies who've operated the Metro, and they, they will say it will either like crush you or make a pilot out of you, like one of the two. <laughs> um, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, so to to deal with the normal, just you know, you know, just the additional workload that would come with operating an aircraft of this age in normal conditions. Now we're sprinkling in, you know, like all kinds of issues here, just not due to, you know, um, you know, um, just, excuse me, oversight or anything, but just like sheer neglect, like just gross negligence is what we're looking at here. Um, so go back here, uh, land and plane by myself at night in bad weather, then your instruments are going out on you. Oh my gosh. Could you guys imagine that you're, you know, you're, you're an IMC shooting an ILS and all of a sudden you're, <laughs> your, your CDI needle just goes dead or something, you know, just, oh my gosh. Um, let's see. Let's see. And, and you start realizing that that happens more than once over and over again, multiple times in the same airplane to different people, you know, come on. Um, and just the most they also quote here most pilots aren't test pilots. Therefore, we don't practice, we don't train to be test pilots, we train to work with operating equipment. You know, it's just yeah, it's just true. Um, you know, and apparently, they're you know, they've been pretty good in handling emergencies because we really, you know, you know, thank the good lord, we hadn't really heard of any any craziness as far as um, loss of life or anything. Um, yeah, so they've been uh, they've definitely got some issues here. They've been reporting it to maintenance, and looks like maintenance has said, "Oh, we looked at it, and you know they have the same issue." And um, yeah, just this just is not good at all. Um, looks like they've also been reported to. Uh, uh, yeah, so looks like the NTSB here. Looks like they posted some. Uh, um, the NTSB logs of issues. So they aren't, even though they haven't had any, no, nothing just major in terms of loss of life, they are not 
um, immune to the crash database. Looks like there's been uh, several instances here. And oh, oh no, I'm sorry. Including four where someone died. Okay, so yeah, there has been a loss of life. And then this has been, oh my gosh, okay, yeah. So yeah, this is not a good look at all for Key Lime Air. Uh, hopefully, they're, um, the authorities of you know, well, I mean, there's a court order, so looks like there's been some, um, there's definitely been some action on it. Um, shout out to those pilots. I mean, it's, you know, um, especially, you know, when you're working for a company, you know, you, you really, you do what you can to keep things in the house, you know, because what's good for the goose is good for the gander. So if you get, you know, if you get bad publicity out there and, you know, it, 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 it affects your, your little community as a whole, right? You know, um, your company and, uh, you know, your, your fellow, fellow airmen. So to say that, you know what, this is wrong. This isn't safe, neither for, you know, for myself or, you know, or the individuals who trust us to get them from point A to point B. This isn't right. I'm willing to risk my job here to make it known speaks volumes so shout out to those guys you know um ctb clap you know definitely 100 behind them on that and um hopefully they get some movement on this and get this resolved this is this just freaking ridiculous um so yeah definitely uh thoughts and prayers with them um and which i guess kind of um puts us hey right at an hour Although, just kind of random thought for a moment, guys. So I was just kind of scrolling here through uh, through Flying Mag, and I have noticed, and I've been, you know, uh, following Flying Mag for years, and it's just so refreshing to start seeing some flight simulator content being sprinkled in there as well. I think that's so cool. Um, so cool to see. And... Um, you know, hopefully that uh, that continues and, you know, we start to kind of, you know, further bridge that gap. But, hey, that was a random thought. Uh, aside from that, guys, yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for you know, sitting back and listening to me ramble. I uh, hope your uh, travels or wherever you're doing, I uh, hope it ends well. And, uh, yeah, you know, uh, also, hey, you know, don't want to forget our partners there. Um, want to give a shout out to our friends at EFS. Uh, there's just been, I mean, I've been, I have, Chicago has been on my docket to get back up there. Definitely want to check those guys out. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal um, um, 737 flight simulator uh, that's uh, it's up there. I've been doing some really cool things up there. Um, also, want to give our give a shout out to our friends over at High Performance. Uh, those guys are over there doing doing their thing, also. And of course, last and definitely definitely not least, be sure to keep an eye on Flight Sim Expo because we all know how those registrations go. So make sure you're. You know, you start kind of start kind of putting them on your radar because they're already locking down things for next year. Getting definitely, 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 if I could say definitely correctly one more time, definitely.
got it. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, it's Johnny here. Um, keep the blue side up. Take care of yourselves and each other. We'll see it.